Welcome to the She Can't Quit podcast. I'm Britt Jensen, a business and marketing strategist, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and a mom of three. I fell into the entrepreneur world by chance, and from that day on, I never looked back. Nearly a decade later, two businesses, and a lot of life in between, I found the love for sharing my journey, and I've made it a mission to share about the life of raising businesses and babies, from the messy moments behind the scenes to the magic happening in between. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine while we chat all things marketing, business, and motherhood. Because you know that vision you have is something you just can't quit. Hey, what's up? It's Britt, and welcome back to another episode of the She Can't Quit podcast. Just want to first say thank you guys so much. This is the first non-batched podcast, but after airing it after debuting it and like I said it it was a huge huge passion project and I'm just so excited to put it out there and the feedback has been more than amazing and I've absolutely loved hearing and seeing you guys listen to this and love it and hear how it is how you're implementing it into your life because that was really really my goal with it so if you have left a review or shared on Instagram, I am so grateful and I've loved seeing it. I'm so appreciative of the love. And if you haven't left a review yet, I would absolutely love it. It makes a huge difference and it helps me push this podcast out there more and help get it in front of the eyes and the ears of the people that need to see it. So on today's episode, like I said, this is the first non-batched episode from the beginning launch and as you notice, it's been a couple weeks uh, since airing those first ones. So when you hear this one, it'll be after the fact. But of course, during this time after this launch, we got hit with a stomach bug that had been going around. It took down half of our family, and that is always so hard. And all I kept playing in my head was the NyQuil commercials of moms don't get sick days because it's just miserable. I just don't do sickness. I don't have time for it, and it's just miserable. And after that, too, my husband ended up having a work trip, um, which is super exciting. We're all super excited for him, but definitely getting ready for that and adjusting my plans to solo mom it for a couple weeks is definitely different on top of one more sick kiddo. So my plans have definitely been adjusted. But I caught myself, and let me know if any other moms do this on the way to drop off, but... I catch myself in my head probably more often than not, and I've become very like aware, very conscious of it. And that is when I'm driving and I'll kind of have conversations with myself or just kind of talking to myself because the other day after all this was happening, I was feeling so frustrated. I had put these goals out there. I was so excited to, and everything was working really well up until that point of getting content out and there was a flow and it was getting there and I got through the hard part of launching and I had let down a little bit which felt so nice and the bonuses of batching um I was so exhausted after that but it felt so great to just be on a roll and then all of a sudden I felt like it just got steamrolled over and my thoughts instantly went to well how are you going to keep doing this or this feels so frustrating and I was very much so in a negative mindset and I have worked years on this. I've been in here almost a decade in the entrepreneur world. And I remember thinking to myself, well, this has to be for a reason. And I've learned more often than not over this, I've learned that 
when I have really big wins, I'll also be followed up with a few challenges. And I feel like it's the universe or whoever you believe in the higher power testing me saying like, how bad do you want this? How are you going to prove to yourself? Because there are going to be road bumps, so I'm going to throw it to you in the beginning. How are you going to achieve this? How are you going to tap into future you? How are you going to make a win for yourself and really protect your mindset and implement everything that you've done to create, create, to keep creating this. Cause I already knew this is where I'm supposed to be. I already knew that this was the dream that I'm supposed to have. So I had myself kind of have that thought and I thought it would be an interesting topic to talk about. So today I kind of want to talk about the mindset switches that I have implemented and taught myself over the last decade of learning new things failing, quote unquote failing, and stepping into these kind of moments where you feel like kind of the world is crashing down and how to kind of step out of that with um, as much grace as you can and as much as you can just believing in yourself because it is really hard and it does take habits, but once you do it, it becomes a muscle and you're able to retrain those neurons, those neural pathways and those belief systems. So the one of the things that I want to say is that when things go wrong, you tend to spiral. And even the most positive person that you've ever known can wake up with a negative thought or just a negative mindset. We have to purposely and consciously do the work to set ourselves up to think from a positive and a place that serves us, creating that energy around us. And sometimes we don't notice that our mindset is very much so affected by our outside environment, but also the actions that we're taking right away. I know a big one for me is consuming any content when I first wake up. If I haven't gotten what I need done beforehand, I tend to start I don't know if conditioning is the right word, but I start consuming before I'm creating and it absolutely affects that. So that's one of the things that I limit for myself, but it can be really hard sometimes. Maybe it's a weird dream or maybe you're just processing a lot right now. I know sometimes during stressful seasons, I will actually process things through my dreams and I have very vivid dreams and it's just a lot. And so I will wake up kind of in a weird mood. I'm like, I don't know why. I'm just out of sorts. Or sometimes, ladies, for us, it's our cycles. And I know that that can definitely, I just feel like blah and jury. And that can absolutely kind of set us in this, in the first step, even before we even take our first step in this weird mindset. So I want you to know that if you're having these feelings, there's nothing wrong with you. You're 100% capable of your vision and everything that you want to get done and your goals but it's just because you're human and you're having a human experience. And sometimes that humanness is just a lot. The world is a lot right now, but what you're doing is powerful. It has purpose and sometimes you're just going to have bad days and that's okay. So we're going to talk about, I'm going to share with you some of the questions that I ask myself and kind of like give myself a pep talk to of how to step into the highest version of myself that serves not only the past, current, and future Brit, the version of myself, but how you can do it too. So when I feel myself start spiraling because I'm one of the people where it'll just keep going and this is entirely my anxiety talking and I will try to stop myself and bring myself to a place of being in the now and I will ask myself, how is life happening for me right now? Why is this like, not why is this hardship happening? Because in 
one of my pet peeves, I just have to say this, I hate when people say life happens. I don't know why. It is such a trigger for me because I feel like it's completely invalidating. And let me know if you feel this way too, because sometimes I just want to have my moment of heart. <laughs> and that's, it's frustrating, right? So when I sit here and I get to my place where I'm like, okay, Britt, it's time to pull your bootstraps up and we're going to walk out of this. We're going to, we're going to take this for a win. I always ask myself, how is this happening for me? And exactly like I said earlier, it is maybe, you know, this week when I was driving and I was like, you know what, this is helping me navigate these waters and maybe experience it earlier than I thought I was going to, teaching women how to walk through those weeks where life just throws everything at you. Because if anyone knows the aggressiveness of a stomach bug, it is unforgiving of ripping through an entire family. And so that's how I felt today because ever, you know, that's how I felt this past week of trying to just get this all done. And I, I, you know, I'm one of those people that creating and selling and working on my business is self-care for me. It is completely an Enneagram 3 thing. And it is completely self-care. It makes me feel like my best version of myself. So sometimes when I don't get to do that, I can slip through in the negative mindset. So I had to ask myself, how is this happening for me, for my future self? How is this challenge right now helping mold and teach me into what I'm stepping and growing through right now? Most oftentimes we can learn that we're gonna learn something or it's gonna be part of our journey or it's gonna be a talking point like this podcast. The second thing I always think about, and this is probably my wing too (laughs) of my Enneagram, but I, I get really motivated by inspiration. I love helping. I love being able to give people advice or just I will gladly walk over the hot stones so I can tell you how hot it is so that you can walk over it too and coach you through it. It is absolutely my personality and I've learned that. And one of the things that I always ask myself is how could this help somebody else? And it's exactly what I was saying in the first question. Sometimes, and I've had this belief for a long time, sometimes we don't go We go through these hardships, not for us, but for somebody else, because we're going to meet someone else down the path that needs the roadmap, that needs the answers that you have. And you just happen to walk through that and they haven't walked through that yet. So I've been a firm believer in that for a long time, that sometimes our hardships and our journeys that we walk aren't necessarily for us, but they're for other people that we're going to meet later down the line. And the other question that I ask is, how can I find, or this is more of a habit, how can I find inspiration and positive proof that somebody else can get through this too? And when I say positive proof, our brain loves to find proof in anything that we say. So if we are in this negative mindset, our mind will find everything else that is wrong that day. And I'm sure that you have some alarm bells clicking off in your head and you're like, oh, that is right. It's just like the phenomenon if you talk about a yellow car and all of a sudden you notice finding yellow, you're seeing yellow cars everywhere or slug bugs. You'll see a lot more because your brain is now lit up and conscious to look for that. And you're doing this subconsciously. So it works the same way when you have negative thoughts. If you're looking for everything that is wrong, you're doing the same way. So when I say I go and make myself look for inspiration, I look for positive proof from somebody else who maybe has been through this or maybe someone else who I see and they're like, I, you know, maybe it's another person in my industry. Maybe it's just someone who I know lights me up and makes me feel good. And I'm like, wow, okay, they've been through some hardship. I've seen them do this. If they can do it, I can do it too. And 
that is why I start looking for positive proof because it flips that switch in my brain to say, okay, we got this. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to work our way through. And if I can't find anything, I'm going to create it. And this is usually what, and this is where I'm going to go into the next tip. This is usually by sharing on Instagram stories. You guys know I love Instagram, um, but that is usually sharing where I'll share what happened to me today and kind of how I switched out of it in a way that serves my audience. And being able to share that, I've learned over the years, sharing on social media for the last seven, eight years has really been something therapeutic for me. And I know that that's how I found a way to process it. And which leads me to the next step, process your feelings. If you are, you know, give yourself the space. If you are having a hard day, have a hard day, but allow yourself to process it as you work through these questions and these steps to finally just release it because it's going to end up being energy that's not serving you. And you don't want that because like I said, it'll fester. Negative energy, negative emotions will sit and fester and breed more. And we just, we don't want that. We're not here for that energy. So if you or someone who loves journaling, if you are someone who even running, there's a big season where running was my big therapeutic, you know, release. And I'm trying to get back to that right now because I just feel so myself when I'm running. And fun fact about this, and I actually talked with my, um, my therapist that I had when I still lived in Arizona and absolutely loved her, is that when you are running or doing something bilaterally, it actually stimulates the brain and it's almost the same kind of effects as, um, what is it, EDMR therapy because you're, it's the bilateral stimulation as you're thinking and running and processing and it actually will help you relieve some of the trauma or um, whatever that looks like for you. And so it was very therapeutic for me to be able to process and release and let go, including letting my body let go of its tension. I hold a lot of tension in my shoulders. And so that was a huge thing. So if you are a runner or any kind of movement, whether you are a dancer, if you go and kind of release that energy, it allows you to process it and it helps a lot more. And obviously we love a good endorphins boost, right? So the last question that you can ask yourself during this is how can I win? How can I create a win for myself and come out on top? Because you would think that you have to have something big to accomplish, but you don't. The wins and the magic come in the little things. And for me the other day, it was, I had another little sick kid home. I am solo mom in it and trying to balance so much right now. And it was just getting a run in. And I had one of the best runs I've had in a really long time. And I mean, it was 30 minutes in and out. And it was so great. My kiddo left me alone. She sat there and watched a movie because um, I'd waited for her all day to wake up from a nap. I didn't want her by herself since she was sick. Um, and then I got, I got a workout in. I had one of the best runs and I felt so great. And I was like, wow, I won today because I got one thing done. I may have had 6 billion other things on my to-do list, but it felt so great. And I I got it done. So I allowed myself to celebrate that, which you should. If you are an overdoer, an overachiever, make sure that you can just celebrate one little thing and tell yourself that it's enough because it is enough. The last thing that I want to leave with you, and this is a mindset that I have really tried to live through, but also teach my kids too, is that we may not be able to control a lot in life but we can control how we respond to it. And we hold a lot more power than we think. 
I feel that if we can do the deep work beforehand and from the beginning and continuously work on it, and I know that that is a huge thing that it's amounted me to be able to have these conversations with myself on the way to dropping my kids off at school is they've become subconscious habits because I had to work day in and day out every day of setting a good mindset for myself. And I really do think that it made a huge difference in being able to do that. And I'm really grateful for it. And it's one of those things that as a mom, I've also really wanted to instill those things from the beginning for my kids instead of learning in their 20s and 30s because it is the hard work and it's things that aren't talked about a lot. So that's why I really thought that it was something super beneficial to bring on the podcast today and just share with you so that whatever you're going through right now, whether you're having a hard day to go through those questions, I will review them again really quick because I know I'm a huge list maker. Um, So this thing, how is this happening for me? You know, are you going to learn something from it? How can this help somebody else? How can you find inspiration and positive proof that you can do this too? If you can't find it, create it, process it, however that works for you and however it looks for you. And how can you have a win, big or small that day? How can you come out on top because you're capable, you are here, you're here to win. You're already winning because you're here. Those are my questions for you to ask yourself the next time you're having a hard day or how to start stepping into your highest version of yourself, even on the days that feel like everything is dragging you down and to really help serve your future your current and your past self. I hope that that helped you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe, not only here, but on the YouTube channel as well. And if you're watching over there, please give this video a thumbs up because it really does help support my channel. And I will see you on the next episode. 